0: To DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan, and you can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 26 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with Wonder Woman checking on the schoolgirls to make sure she's okay. And then the minutes are going to end with the Amazons of Themyscira. Checking in on the mother box. Checking in minute. A lot of girl power in this one. A lot of girl power. In this Including one. the mother box.
1: Th- <laughs> th- th- yeah, there you go. There's um, more of them.
0: Yeah, so this minute is going to start off with, um, it's been a pretty heavy week uh, last week dealing, you know, Wonder Woman dealing with the terrorists and the old Bailey. This is the very end of that scene. And this scene was also one of the first new things that we got to see with the DC fandom trailer. Um with the the hallelujah track on it, and this was one of those moments where I was like, "This was cut out." Like, we get to see, you know, where Wonder Woman is like kneeling in front of the girl, and then you're like, "Oh, we get a tender moment like this." Yeah. It was always one of those things that where I was like, "I don't know. That seems weird that that was cut out. I wish I would have seen that before. I, I can't wait to see the movie so that I can see that part because, as a Wonder Woman fan, that that's like something I would want to see. Um, and then now being able to talk about it minute by minute. Um, this is a pretty heavy moment for me. I really, um, like struggled to write things down without sounding too preachy or too okay. making it too heavy for, for the listeners in the podcast. But, um, it's pretty important what she's, what, what, what they, what they say. And one of the first things, probably the lightest note I have about it is when she says, are you okay, princess? It's like, Oh, I get it. Princess asking a princess if mm-hmm. they're okay. There's there's a there's a Easter egg in itself there that it that I really enjoy. Um But when you know, uh the school girl who's played by Laura DeCaro, um, when she asks Wonder Woman, uh, can I be like you someday? And I obviously you can take that as like, oh yeah, she kinda looks like Gal Gadot, like, she kind of looks like Wonder Woman. Like, they kind of have, like, the same hair color. Like, mm-hmm. it, you can see it as, like, a... Facial structure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I can like see You that. can see it visually as, like, a... Oh, it's, like, a younger Wonder Woman, right? Like, you can see, like, that kind of um, evolution. But uh, I took it more as, like, can I be as strong as you one day? Can I be a, a hero as well? Yeah, that's and, what I usually take it as when and talking to younger. Then it gets deeper because when Wonder Woman says you can be anything you want, now I start to think of, think about, th- thinking about what, what this girl will eventually have to grow up after like this trauma. Mm-hmm. And then seeing how, how these terrorists have made their choices. And so there's something about like Wonder Woman saying you can be anything you want. These people who just committed this to- Terrible crime have made their choices as well, and I've made my choices as well because we all make choices, and there's something that we learn from Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice, and now Justice League. Everything has always been like you have great power, and with great power comes great responsibility. Oh boy, oh boy. and then in Dawn of oh Justice, boy. you also have the saying, There. Ignorance is not the same as innocence. Mm-hmm. So now you've seen it. You've seen that how horrible men can be. You can be anything you want. And so you have to want to choose to be good. Yeah. Wonder Woman and Superman could be not, could not could choose to not be heroes, but they choose to be because they want to be. And so if you would like to be like Wonder Woman, you can be anything. Write in now. <laughs> Call in now. 1 800 999. We've got the Yeah, and now I'm here to sell you the product. If you want to
1: be Wonder Woman, now you can just buy this Why product. Why not more? Yeah. This is all this it writes itself. Yeah. Um also I want to tag on to that. Um you can be anything you want. Um you say that or uh from my perspective, one would say that to a younger person, um, kind of in the same sense of like you have your whole life ahead of you. Mm-hmm if wonder woman didn't come down and save this this girl and all of these people in the room wouldn't have had that option to oh, be anything yeah. you want to be so like i kind of also took that as you know like you your life is going to continue even though like the the trauma that you just went through it could have very well ended but yeah. it didn't because a, a god intervened um yeah A hero intervene. Let's not put anybody on pedestal. Yeah, more specifically,
0: yeah. And and, and for the better, a hero. Yeah. Someone who wanted to save people because she has the ability to. You can, like we said, you know, you can save them, Cal. You can save them, Diana. You can save them all Hmm. if you want to. And they say, yes, I I do want to. And so this girl and all the people here in this room, they will have to live with that trauma and, and dealing with that. It's like, but what you choose to do is up to you. And the same thing, and like, this is what's so great about this movie is it doesn't forget Itself, it doesn't forget what it's about.
1: Yeah, and so 100%. that it honestly stays humble throughout the entire movie. The
0: entire movie, it's insane. Victor Stone, Cyborg. The it's heart insane. of the film is that guy. I, I, I would criticize. I mean, at least the 2017 version, which forgets itself, and it's like this. There we go. I mean, this being Zack Snyder's that Justice be League, it, it, because it is start to finish, Zack's vision, and it is his idea of superheroes and his idea of justice, and his, you know, so it the movie always stays true to what it is and it's not just this moment it's not just the next moment it's the entire movie it keeps on doing it with every single character you have responsibility you have all this power vocal showing up to aquaman cyborg dealing with his trauma and 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 every single thing about it um the the future of the sequels you know if they were to make more is the fact that hey for some reason superman succumbs to the anti-life equation and so that becomes a thing of why did he do that? Well, how can yeah. we, and you know that's when we're dealing with essentially what is the antichrist, which is dark side, just being like, well, I am the one who chooses. We'll jump to- back a movie before, and you can ask those same
1: exact questions about Batman. How did he get to this point? Why is
0: he choosing the to do? Feeling this? of powerlessness. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: just like you try. Yeah, exactly, and it's, it's it tracks. It's great. I have a qualm but i want to is it with this scene or the next no it's one? with the um okay. it still with wonder woman um now my first thought when i saw that uh you can be anything you want i kind of took that as more of a younger audience uh nod yeah and then seeing this girl who does not seem like she would fit into that age group of telling someone well you can be whatever you want to be very close-minded of me right now right but sure. when i were when i think about hearing that phrase it's like i'm telling a elementary school child yeah maybe it's because i was told that in elementary school at such a young age but then thinking about like this girl's actual question of can i be like you one day with the superpowers <laughs> mm. then it's like shouldn't you be old enough to know that you aren't that already but Reel it back in from my dumbass self. It's not about <laughs> the superpowers. It's about the the heroics. It's about yeah. being that person. It's about choosing the right thing. Yeah. So that's what really matters. Yeah. My first initial thought was like, that girl's too old to be saying that. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. It's like... I want to preface or preface. Post, well, preface would have been before, postface it post... with the story. Okay. I was, I don't know how old I was, but I was younger and I had a friend over and we were talking about The Flash. And I was really big on The Flash as a kid. Yeah. Um, This was Ryan, by the way. He was telling me. Hi, Ryan. Imagine this, like, big guy. Um, And, like, I was telling him all about The Flash, yada, yada, yada. And then he, like, kind of, like, looks over me and was like, Nathan, do you really, like, believe in The Flash? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, he's a great hero. He's awesome. I didn't think about it like, do I believe this fictional character is real? Uh, And he continued on. He was like, so, like, if you were falling out of a building, you know, anything – you honestly believe that the flash would save you? And I'm like, absolutely. How could you not think that? Oh. I'm picturing myself in the comic book world. Yeah. I'm like, of course if I live in that You're world, the like, flash will yes, save me. Yes, the flash
0: would choose to save me yeah. if he was here. Exactly. Yeah. And that
1: that is honestly my earliest memory of like realizing the choice of heroics. Yeah. And it wasn't with Superman or Batman and it was about the Flash. And it was I don't know. I think that's so cool because when I was a kid, The Flash was like, you know, not many people really liked The Flash. It was all Wolverine, yeah. Batman, Spider-Man. like you know. mm-hmm. Superman. I
0: don't know if Wolverine would save me if I was in that. Absolutely not. I would be <laughs> like, I don't know if he cares enough. No. I'm sure Professor X was like, yeah, go, you know, go save these yeah. people. Then you'd be like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I'm thinking
1: about, like, how old was I when I would, like, have that thought? And it had to have been probably the same age as this girl here. Mm-hmm. So, like... I think it's just really cool that me realizing, like, that girl's too old to be saying that, but then thinking back to my real-life experience of, oh, snap, I actually did that.
0: <laughs> and it, it's 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 more important that, that it's not an age thing. It's not an a- ageist thing, ageism. I don't know what the proper term for it is, but so what if she's 8? So what if she's 5? So what if she, she's 40? You can be anything, anything you, want. you want to be. Absolutely, you can be absolutely, a- and, and you that's... can you can make in in the in the face of crisis, you can make the good choice or you can make the bad choice. And I'm looking at you, Joker, that 2019 film. You can say whatever you want about that character, but in the end, he made the wrong choice because he wanted to. That makes him a villain. I was gonna say, well, he made the right choice for the character, but no, no, that's well, just.
1: But that's it's the same thing. He made it literally
0: is the same thing. You can blame you can blame society all you want. These terrorists did. Yeah, they came in here and they blamed the way things were, mm-hmm. and they committed a crime. And they blame Superman and the Joker did the same exact thing, where he said society made me this way, and I'm gonna do this about it. And you it's like you, you made the wrong choice. Yeah, and you like. And so that's why I always think of Batman Begins as well because as much as we talk about Dawn of Justice and Man of Steel, Batman Begins does the same thing where it says, look, the world is not okay, but what are you going to do about it? You can walk into Falcone's you know, crime pit with a gun. And commit the wrong act, mm-hmm. or you can do something else. Yeah, It's what you do that defines you. It says it in the movie. There's always, like, you have a choice. Do I have a choice to get slapped by Katie Holmes? Because I'll choose that every time. Eee. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably <laughs> slapping herself for not continuing to be in that trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Everyone's in a comic book movie nowadays. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really, really impressive, uh, moment that we have here. I'm sure we can talk way more about it, but let's, let's move it along here. We're going to go to Themyscira now, which it's going to also have that ancient lamentation music, but here it fits. And like, like, not to say that it doesn't fit anywhere else, but like here it fits like really well where like it continues the thematic of this mythological it's really what it is it's yeah. the
1: thematic theme yeah. of what this storyline is taking it's not the like setting. they would
0: go to Themyscira and keep playing the electric cello <laughs> and like it yeah. wouldn't be doing that like come on now with with the ancient lamentation music it just kind of continues to sell you on this thing and also unlike the 2017 version because we saw a scene earlier with um Obomo Abomo uh, what is there Philippus Philippus, her character is Philippus, and then the other one is uh, Vanelia That's mm-hmm. the, the two that we keep, uh, we have to make sure that we're mentioning them correctly. We saw that scene, and that was in the first week, and they said, alert the queen. It was actually a, a bigger moment than the other two mother boxes at the beginning of the movie. And because of that, in this movie, now that we're here now, it's we're already... We're already on the same pages as the Amazons. It's not like the 2017 version where it's like, oh, now we're going to skip over and, hey, welcome back to Themyscira. Steppenwolf's here to get the mother box. They did all the Themyscira stuff at once in that in movie, In one right? scene. Yeah. They do the same exact thing with Atlantis in that movie as well, where every single Atlantis scene is one big scene now in that, in that version of the Man, movie. What a... And what it is, is it, yeah, it is. What it is, is someone worked in a grocery store and realized how to, like, face things properly and just, like, use that and do a movie. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I think what it does is it is it, it takes the, the point of view is no longer Connie Nielsen, Queen Hippolyta. Mm-mm. The point of view is now Steppenwolf in both of those scenes. Because in the 2017 version, it's yes. all about Steppenwolf coming down.
1: Yes. You will a, love me. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. Killing a bunch of CGI uh, Atlanteans Ooh. and Amazons and getting his mother boxes as quick as he can so that the Justice League can come beat him up and take him away from him. This puts it more into, hey, you are already, you know, reintroduced to the world of mascara, And this is still the Amazon's point of view. It just so happens that they're really trying to stop Steppenwolf here, and it just changes. It, the narrative is totally changed. The tone is changed. Um, it, it's it's such a different experience watching this scene, and I know a lot of people. I think you said it as well, Nate. Now, this is your favorite part of the 2017 version. The Themyscira part is my favorite. But of the it's, 2017, yeah. it's still such a different movie.
1: It, it's not it, even, like, it, it blows it out of, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, the 2017 Themyscira bits are, are cool, and, and it, it's, it's, it's a nice action piece, but you want to see a better version of it? That's <laughs> just, like, one of those things where it's, like, you have the movie, and then you have the unrated version. And, like, I know that that sometimes is so minuscule, Yeah, but like this is that on a way that's this is that on a grandiose aspect
0: of it all. I I think so. I think I think when people normally when they see like an unrated version of a previous version of the film, or they see an extended version, yeah, that it really just is that it's unrated, extended. It's just more of the same. More f bombs in it. Yeah, there's a a lot of times people think so simply about like what those terms mean, but. Yeah. Now, because we've had so many Zack Snyder versions of his own movies, it has become like, oh, so they didn't just edit out scenes; they edited out his entire message that his he's trying story, to send. Yeah, They're like you're what? The, up a story. Yeah, the reason that we even are watching this, and uh, you know, to not to say that it, the movie has to be four hours, but you're really taking away just the awe of like how great this whole scene is going to be and and then the cherry on top is the hero beacon like the the uh sky torch torch, the the ancient warning fire whatever you want to call it like
1: that that thing
0: is so that is like the cherry on top where it's like we got to see that or maybe it's not maybe the cherry on top is the dark side mural in um in like in like the that probably was it's just like how how all of this connects back to the world of the DC Cinematic yeah. Universe instead of just being like, uh, oh, welcome back to Wakanda. We got to pick up Winter Soldier real quick. It's yeah, like-
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. And it- then I think one of the bigger things about this whole while we're back in Themyscira and we do see it. You said it from the Amazon's point of view. And, you know, in two thousand seventy it was from Steppen- Steppenwolf's point of view. The Amazons were there at the be- at the first fight. Mm-hmm. It's like. I have to keep reminding myself that, that these most people, of these people
0: were there. Almost all of them. And there. fought yeah. there. So yeah. they
1: know it. And they're Earth's like, first line of defense, army-wise. I because mean, no
0: one else knows.
1: Yeah. And like it's not just like one nation or whatever. This is like an Earth thing. I don't know. They're just like this great warrior race that will knock back aliens when they freaking come here. That's like, I don't know. It's just so cool. When I said grandiose it's really more grandiose yeah. than grandiose. I think all of this Themyscira stuff is so important to just the backbone of what this story is. And it does help that we get the, you know, the flashback sequences of the first invasion of yeah. Darkseid and, and Apocalypse. Um, this because is a- that really is, like, that's the backbone. Like, it's, these people were here. They know what the rule is. You see them all guarding and stuff like that. They're at attention. And then, you know, you cut back to to Atlantis before and nobody's doing anything there.
0: This is like where people normally well, it's either here, this entire Themyscira, uh moment or, you know, the Age of Heroes battle with Darkseid, where a lot of people will compare this movie to Lord of the Rings. And it's not just aesthetically because it is um high fantasy or mm-hmm. medieval. It's also because like we have been with these characters now for so long. Yeah. And Game of Thrones as well is another comparison because like it has because I maybe because it is four hours, but it, it has that mini series like quality where you are so invested in the environment of the movie that it's not just a now we're cutting over to scare Now we're cutting over to this Atlantis outpost. Now we're cutting back over to what Bruce Wayne is up to. It's like, no, this is all just really connected. And, and these people are involved, are involved. It's they're not Connie Nielsen, uh, Queen Hippolyta. She's not just here because she's Wonder Woman's part of the story. No, she's,
1: she is there because she's
0: mascara is part of the story. That's part, what I was yeah. going to say.
1: Like, especially in this universe, it's really cool to think about. Yeah, you get Gotham, you get Metropolis. Those are, you know, mm-hmm. things. We're in Themiscara so much within the course of three, four movies mm-hmm. that, like, Themyscira itself is now, it's a character. Yeah, um, it's a character. But, like, it's so big now that it's the size of what is happening in man's world. Yeah. All the stuff that Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman are doing over in Metropolis and in Go- Gotham Gotham <laughs> it's the things that are happening on Themyscira are at, on the same level yeah like it's just I don't, uh, the, o- a main
0: setting Patty Jenkins talked about how she almost um Warner Brothers almost asked her to cut the opening scene from 1984 out, out because they didn't understand why it was in there they were like we don't we don't know why why did you do this whole part and they <laughs> but she was like no this is important right she was like oh it's important you gotta have this part in there Without that scene, one we wouldn't have like more Themyscira world building where it's like, oh, you get to see more of it, and 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 you know now when we think, yeah, when we think about Themyscira, you have this movie, you have Wonder Woman, you have 1984. Now you can build the map in your mind on its own, but also again that goes back to well, you would have cut the message out. The whole you know the whole point of what Diana goes through in 1984. If you were just like, I don't get it. Cut it out. That she, where's the where's the eighties in here? Yeah, it's like no 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 no. The reason that she cheats to win is is the whole point of the movie. It's the progression of the character. It's the message you send in these comic book movies. It's so important. So yeah, again, it's one of those things that because now we have Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's like we have this whole. uh It solidifies how 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 much. Mascara is the DC cinematic universe, mm-hmm. it's incredible, it really is. Um, I think it's just awesome how that we're able to get so
1: much. The mascara,
0: yeah. The only other note that I had for this one was just uh, I'm a big fan of there's a shot in here of an over the shoulder shot as it focuses on the mother box, mm-hmm. like the person who has their arrow knocked. And that to me, I wonder if it kind of looks like. A famous Zack Snyder shot I wonder if like it's like a parallel to some other great movie moments but man I love I just love that camera like pan as it focuses on her and then it like changes and focuses on this room full of Amazons I think it's really cool there's um there's another scene I think in a few days
1: that we're going to be covering that is one of my favorite shots uh, and it is the same um are a little bit the same. It's uh it's an over the shoulder of uh the Am- Amazonian with the arrow knocked. And it's right as Steppenwolf is portaling down.
0: And oh. it does a
1: handheld like oh, yeah, zoom in yeah, yeah, and yeah. then to the big room and it's like, oh that when I first saw that I was like, Huh, you just did that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um one of my favorite things that I didn't realize until now watching this scene is that when we come to Themascara, it shows the cliff face and everything. Um, but I never really paid attention to that cliff mm-hmm. and and what it is. And I mean like, like it's we, important. It's important that they're really high up. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It is important that this 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 cage was built on the cliff edge. With all these jagged rocks and just the ocean underneath. Huh, I wonder them. why that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, I didn't realize that until I was watching this on loop and being like, oh, nice. Like, yeah. good establishing shot with a future purpose. Yeah, so, the director's
0: saying, hey, keep in mind about this cliff. Yeah, pay
1: attention to where they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mind your footing. Yeah, um, exactly. Very good. The only other note that I had was that um, we're going to be reaching again. Uh, this is minute number 26 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I did some digging. That, uh, you know, we try to do numbers and, and match them with things. Um, the Justice League series from 2017 that was part of the uh, New 52 that came out. In Volume 3, there's an issue number 26. Uh, that issue's title is going to be introducing the League's
0: future children. The New 52 Justice League.
1: Yeah, the yeah, the Justice League that came out in 2017. Yeah. Oh, no, it's actually Rebirth, so... Sorry, my bad. Oh
0: wow, this is reboot. Okay, kind of cool, so it's right? actually sooner it's actually more recent. Mm-hmm. So wait, oh so future children, what is the what is the reach there? Um you can be anything you want to be.
1: Telling a, a child girl, the can, future yeah, children. Yeah, okay. That was kind of that's big reach, but um
0: Hey, I'll take it. Hey, we got there. You know I like doing these things. Yeah. It's kind of fun to just try. Even to- if it's a reach to me, I'm like, oh yeah, S U twenty six of Justice League, future children. We you thought can be anything to look for it. Yeah. Hey, sometimes they work. Sometimes, like, <laughs> the twenty uh, minute 27 of Dawn of Justice, which is, like, Batman entering the Batcave, and it's like, oh, yeah, 27. Like, was it, like, issue 27 of Detective Comics is Batman's first... Or, something like that. 1927? Some, yeah, something like that. There was something... Some, well, i have to go listen again. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, it was pretty yeah. freaky how
1: the uh, Dawn of Justice uh, minutes matched up, and it was even not... Because we had different
0: minutes there was a lot of it was them
1: actually being played because our minute one is not or our minute
0: zero was uh whatever it was there was also another one uh, i think about like lex luther's introduction somewhere and it was like oh whatever minute he's introduced in is also like a comic book reference mm-hmm. and then um my favorite one was always about doomsday being like how the episode that we released was on a tuesday and the song was called tuesday and tuesday, and tuesday Days based off the god of combat and superman dies on a tuesday it was such a big like yeah this has to be intentional there's no other way around it um but that's all i had for this one nate so i'm gonna go ahead and wrap up for today if you guys enjoyed everything you heard you can find us on all social media at dceu minutes and the facebook group the dc cinematic minute listener society you can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 27 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.